0: You're listening to the Father's Wisdom podcast. This is called Who's Running the Show? You're listening to the Father's Wisdom podcast. This is based on Father's Wisdom, the teaching tool that uses stories to help families uh, connect through stories and relationships and and talking back and forth. And Jim, uh, the name of this one is uh, Who is Running the Show? Can you remember a time that you thought, oh boy, this kid's trying to steer me as the parent? They're not following direction, they're giving direction.
1: Oh, I think they can do that as early as they can make any sound out of their mouth.
0: Yeah. I think that's important to realize that that precious little baby is gaming you. So at least you know that, right? Mm hmm. <laughs> So my wife is a nanny for a a cute little girl. She's uh, nine months old now. And uh, when Libby will help her like four days a week, uh, she's very nice. And then when she leaves for the three-day weekend and comes back the next week, the baby has a sound, and that sound is, and it's just kind of a demanding, snarly cry that Apparently, she's used to get her parents to do whatever she wants at the age of nine months. And my wife will look at her and say, Oh, no, we're not doing that today. And this nine-month-old looks at her and shrugs and goes, Okay. And then, <laughs> and then you never hear the sound for the next four days. So uh, as a parent, uh, Jim... What are ways that you help kids be individuals but also recognize the importance of a hierarchy? And, and and that's one of our principles, right, is that there is a hierarchy, and that hierarchy is God first, then our spouse, then our kids, then ourselves.
1: Well, that's a great question. Well, I, I think the first step is is sometimes when you see bad behavior repeated, you've got to be aware of that it's actually happening. Like Libby was able to pick up on the snark and say, well, this isn't healthy or right. Mm-hmm. So I think it it kind of goes into that whole parenting thing. I think probably these parents are, it's their first and... And he's so, she's so special, going to coddle him. It, it's, we all do it. But what happens is they're the apple of your eye, but it doesn't mean that every behavior they do is right.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's this realization, a sad realization, that the world doesn't love your child as much as you do. And that uh, maybe cute, kind of sulky, pouty look they give that's adorable when they're younger, is not going to be accepted once they're out in the world. And then that's terribly painful for the kid, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And these strategies are hard, but I think you, with any problem, first you should talk about it with your spouse and see if you're aware that the kids are kind of doing it. The way that they may get defensive or backtalk or, or, or try not to do something very good so they can get out of it.
0: Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's very easy to see... It's easy to see from the side when a child is maybe manipulating an adult. It's harder to see when you are being manipulated. So I think a really good strategy is to stick up for your spouse, and I think that's I think that's solid training. So oh no, oh, you don't don't talk to your father that way. Or no, you are not going to talk to my wife that way. And to defend them teaches a kid the importance of what a marriage is like and also teaches them the hierarchy that uh, she is my wife for the rest of my life. You're leaving in not too many years. Do not mess with our relationship. And I think that's important because if you're a person who is a softer, kinder person, you will get easily run over and it's incumbent on your spouse to stick up for you, even if it's against your kids.
1: Yeah, and then too, I think sometimes our kids use something and then they say, well, you do it. And I think back to the awareness again, I mean, there might be a moment where you're like, I guess I do. And taking ownership in that and then owning that and then correcting that shows them that they can correct it. But sometimes we're kind of guilty of that. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's not healthy either.
0: That's part of the humility stage, one of the things we talk about, approach things with humility. Because really, I think one of the great teaching things that God gives us is children. Because nothing teaches you your shortcomings and things you've got to work on quite like the confrontation of a child who looks at you and says, you do that, and then in the in that quiet before you get angry and prideful you go uh oh i do
1: so let's just say that we're talking about awareness and a and a spouse says to the other one you know brings up a point where i think he's kind of playing you or she's playing you i think that's good start right and then if it's got some truth to it which a lot of times it does why are we allowing them to play us? And I think we have to ask ourselves, like, because we like to be number one, we like to be the favorite, or we like to be needed, or the rescuing makes me feel like if I don't do that, they wouldn't need their mom or their dad. One of the, one of the two does a lot of that, and that gets, in tr- gets them in trouble.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's not ultimately helping the child at all, because then just, they just become a 50-year-old little kid because they know that their now 80-year-old mom will step in and take care of it. And that's not, that's not the way you want your kid to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Fatherswisdom.net, 47 lessons that you can um, discuss and open up with your kids using stories as a way to build and connect and have a great family relationship. I'm Jeff Gould. I'm Jim Riefenberger. May God bless you and your family.